guilt-free pleasures. I'm Bill. And I am Frank. We are going to be talking today about John Cicada's Just Another Day. And I think uh, before we, we launch into that song uh, and the specifics there about, or as specific as Wikipedia and our extensive research on said website uh, allows us to launch into, we should probably talk about what is a guilt-free pleasure or what type of song this is that makes it a guilt-free pleasure. Correct. So I was shopping at the local supermarket just a few weeks ago and I heard this song play and immediately I texted Frank and said, this is a supermarket song, which is a special type of guilt-free pleasure. Yeah, I think a, a supermarket song, uh, for those who don't understand exactly what we're talking about and have uh, no real um, insight into our thinking on this, is uh, it's a song that obviously is playing at the supermarket, and it's something uh, you don't exactly know why you like it, but you like it. And while you're looking for a specific brand of, of salad dressing, you find yourself singing, humming, dancing along to the tune and uh and it's just it gets you that way and you probably only hear it at the supermarket that's right because up until that moment john cicada wasn't something that was even on my radar and probably something i wouldn't have even admitted to enjoying yeah no exactly i mean the song came out in 1992 and i think i um, I remember the song when it came out, and I remember John Cicada as the artist when when he was uh, popular for about a year and a half. But uh, I think after 1994, I stopped thinking about him altogether until 2020. Yeah. And then what I realized listening to it at the supermarket was I pretty much knew the song. Like I could sing along to it. I was going to say I know the lyrics, but then I read the lyrics and like, that's not what I was singing. Yeah. No. But <laughs> I knew that song. And so, because I knew the song, it is a guilt-free pleasure. It was just somewhere buried in my um, conscience. Yeah. It's, conscience? it's a, yes. a deep-seated earworm. That's it, right. It was, it was so dormant in, in, in your mind that uh, um, it just needed a little nudge to come out. Now, John Cicada, I think, is the only thing that Bill and I have talked about for the last three and a half weeks. That's true. And so, I guess, in some ways, Guilt Free Pleasures is like a support group where we've had to come to grips with the fact that we really enjoy John Cicada. Um, at least, well, when I say John Cicada, I'm really just talking about Just Another Day. Yeah. We can go through those other singles at some point, but right now, Just Another Day was the one that... Um, totally blew up in terms of uh he sold something like seven million copies of that album yeah which yeah, is huge yeah because yeah, I, I remember he he won a grammy i uh in um i think it was 93 for for this again this is something that had had i done even a, a cursory sort of research uh on on wikipedia again and wikipedia we should we should uh we should uh, point out is a great resource for mostly accurate um uh, um, information right and if wikipedia is listening um 
and you want to sponsor guilt-free pleasures we are ready to give you some uh airtime and we'll make up a commercial absolutely yeah let's not talk business like that let's go straight to john cicada (laughs) let's go let's let's talk about the the topic at hand so i think the uh one of the things we have to discuss is uh, why do we like this song or what wins us over with this song because i can't really put my my finger on it it's it's a it's it's a tough one to to nail down here well let me see if i can help you out here frank all right all right first thing that happened to me is uh when i listened to it when i got home and i downloaded it um it was the first couple beats where it's that classic 90s um i don't have the language for it but it's like a drum track and it just um I mean, if we're playing the song in the background, you'd hear it. Yeah, and let's play it like now. Right. So here it is. So you you can you can hear that exactly that 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 drum track that uh, um, electronic yeah uh, uh, electronically produced drum uh, uh, beat. Yeah, and this is where I'm wondering what's real, what's not real, and maybe that's what appeals to me. And then when those keys come in. Mm-hmm. Then immediately I'm taken in and I'm taken into a sort of place where I remember hearing the song for the yeah. first time. Yeah. And, I, and in the 90s, you had no choice but to watch these videos that they're on because you're waiting for your, the what you want to hear. Yeah. And I think that's how it got in there. But that's what what won me over was the beginning, was the drum track, and then the keys, mm-hmm. if you call them keys. or Yeah. Well, the was, synth, right? The synth. So. That's, I think, yeah. The, the, it's the one early of the 90s synth. That's right. It's a, a fantastic instrument. That's right. And so that's what got me. And so as soon as I hear that, I'm there. Yeah. And I'm feeling all that John Cicada is feeling in that song. Mm-hmm. And, and I think um, based on, on my um, understanding or my, my experience with the song is being a uh, overly emotive um, teenager growing up, um, thinking uh, this is this is a real like heartstring emotional uh, ballad song and and uh, having a connection to that thinking that you know obviously if uh, uh, if if I like such an emotional song people are gonna like me as an emotional person yeah you know I immediately because when I heard it I was, must have been great. Oh, let's see, it's 92? 92, so we're 15. 15, so yeah. at that time, I'm like, uh, hearing it, like, this is, must be what relationships are. And I'm yeah. trying to think about, like, if I had any sort of, any experience of that, it was like, well, I, I liked a girl, and then we talked about liking each other, and then one day she gave me a note that said she no longer liked me, which pretty much sums up the relationship. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's, I totally feel what John Sakata is feeling. It's just an another day just another day and so that so then i was able to connect to it and then i was able to feel all that even though um now i come to grips with the fact that that's a uh, manufactured emotion that i was feeling and i wanted to be john cicada in that moment yeah yeah and i I think your experience there has uh um, it basically sums up every single relationship i've been in except without getting the note saying that uh the girl no longer likes me and uh also, the opening part where she says that she does like me. Okay, well, so. uh, well, we fell right off track. Yeah. That's it's going to be okay. Uh, we'll we'll find a song for that later, yeah, Frank. Yeah, yeah. But just another day. What? Um, I guess 
You know, I would like to talk about the plot of the song, if we could. Like the so, I mean, the thing with guilt-free pleasures is most of the tunes that we choose generally follow a uh, a linear narrative in the tunes. Yeah, and the uh, the plot of this song, or, or the way that uh, it, it progresses, is a, a little bit uh, problematic. I would say it. Oh yes, contradicts itself. Yeah. So I'm going to just, I'm bringing up the lyrics here. I'm going to read the first part because I, I never knew he said this because the first line I thought was, oh, is the I'm like, oh, okay, it'll be uh, faster. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I have no idea what that is. But most songs, I'm like, I don't really need to know. But I'll uh, now that you've heard me sing it, I'm just going to speak the uh, actual lyrics, which is, mornings alone, when you come home, I breathe a little faster. Every time we're together, it would never be the same. It would never be the same. If you're not here, how can you stay away? How can you stay away? Away so long. Uh, I'm totally confused by that verse. So, I mean, my question is, are they over? Are they still breaking up? Is she gone? Because it starts with mornings alone. So, I'm like, yeah. okay, so this is just another day. Without her, she's gone. But then he says, when you come home. I'm like, oh, so is she coming back? And then he says he breathes a little faster. Yeah. But I got to say, I would breathe a little easier if she's coming back because I would be more relaxed. So, is he having a – what's going on in this relationship? Well, I, I don't I don't know exactly. I mean, I guess we we're gonna have to talk to John himself to figure this out. But um, see, I don't have a problem with that so much because I think the uh, the mornings alone, yes, they're they're apart. When she comes home, he breathes a little faster. I think that's uh, he's excited to see her, so his adrenaline is up. Perhaps okay, there. all right. The problem I have is you go through the lyrics. And um, um, uh, the chorus, uh, for instance, uh, I don't want to find another way, make it through um, the day without you, I can't resist, trying to find exactly what I miss, it's just another day without you, it's just another day, oh. problem i have is everything seems so um he, he's he's upset because he doesn't want to 
he doesn't want to find another way. He doesn't uh, to make it through another day without without uh, without her. And then it's just like, ah, oh, it's just another day without you. It's it's like what the hip kids would post on on the Snapchat, or just like you know, having a tough day. LOL. Like, yeah, this predates, I guess, that sort of emotion on Snapchat. But there is something there, like you're saying. And so he says, "I don't want to say it," and then he does say it. I don't want to find another way. Or is that what he doesn't want to say to make it through the day without? I think yeah, he doesn't want to say he does. He doesn't want to find another way to make it to the day without you. Yeah. And he's trying to find exactly what he missed. Okay. He can't resist trying to find exactly what he missed. Uh, okay. So do we know what he missed? Or is it he misses her? I mean, that's pretty exact. I mean, I, I could probably help him with that one. That's. Yeah. I can't resist trying to find exactly what I missed. Huh. Yeah. Oh, oh, and then he asked this question. This is where, I mean, now we're getting into 15-year-old territory. Why can't you stay forever? Just give me a reason. Like, well, I can give a couple reasons why she can't stay forever. Yeah. And, um, you know, mortality, that sort of thing. Give me a reason. And then he keeps going back and forth on it. So, um, but, but then again, is she coming back? Why can't, I still don't know. I th- she's gone, right? She's gone. Yeah, I think I think I think she's gone. But uh, and I think maybe part of the the issue that we have with the language, which is uh, problematic to say the least, is if uh, and I'm again, Wikipedia hasn't told me this exactly, but uh, John Cicada is a uh, a man of, of Latin descent. Yep, Cuban American. So he. Uh, I believe he wrote the song originally in Spanish or Cuban. Is does Cuba have its own language, or yeah, is it the language just is, uh, called Spanish? Oh, right, gotcha. Okay, good to know. Um, but I, I think when it was translated into English, maybe I mean they don't have the accuracy of Google Translate. And to be fair, the version I brought up says I can't find another way. To make it trough the day without you. Oh, okay. So, so that, there might be a, maybe the lyrics are not perfect. Yeah, because I, I don't, I don't think he's, I don't recall him ever singing the word trough. But boy, it certainly looks like through. Yeah. From my oh. view. So this is what I've come to grips with because uh, we've talked about the plot not making sense. Um, is it doesn't have to make sense. It has to feel sense. Yes. No, that makes. And that makes complete sense. There, yeah, there you go. So he feels it. So when I hear him sing, he, it's not what he's saying. It's what he's making me feel through that voice. Yeah. And through that voice that Gloria Stefan said, let me bring up the quotation here. She says, John is one of those special singers that makes my hair stand on end. And that's, uh, that is something... That is very uh, telling, considering how much hairspray Gloria Stefan used to control her hair in that Miami heat humidity. That's right. And so the question, of course, would be, did she use hairspray or is it because John Cicada was a backup singer that the hair just stayed straight up? Oh, could be. Yeah. yeah it's uh, that's a, again, I think we need to, we'll reach out to Gloria and, and fill, fill our listeners in at a, at a later date. That's sure. right. Yeah. That's right. So um, we know because John Cicada was a backup singer. 
And so, and she says, of course, that's his, this is what his voice does. And so I can kind of hear the backup singer-ness of his voice and what he does in the song. And I'd say he's really going through some vocal gymnastics. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, he's all over the uneven bars there. And in speaking about the uh, backup singing, Sigurdness of him, um, you can tell uh, based on uh, his actions in the video. Yeah, a complete backup singer uh, actions with the just the, the hand gestures, the open arms, the the, the pantomiming and, and whatnot. It's it's it, it really comes through. But I mean, obviously, he was much more than just a backup singer. He was he was a, a leading a lead singer. That's right. And so, a um, little bit of trivia for you. Can you name the Michael Jackson backup singer who was able to pull off a John Cicada? Oh. I will now tell you. Fantastic. Cheryl Crow. I did not know that she was a Michael Jackson. I knew she was a backup singer. I didn't know she was a Michael Jackson backup yeah, singer. Yeah, I'm going to state it. You make me doubt by questioning it, but uh, I'm just going to going to state that that's the case. Uh, no, she definitely was. And yeah. so this is so she pulled off a John Cicada, and John Cicada also pulled off a John Cicada. And so, what I'm uh, hearing in his voice, I said to you before, that one issue I have with the song, or I, I know I like it because it we found it in my subconscious yep. while I was at the supermarket. But uh, by the end of it, I'm getting, I got really uncomfortable with his uh, voice and yeah. I kind of wanted to leave the room. Like I felt like he sounds like he's crying yep. by the end. Well, I think you... you- refer to him as the the weeping balladeer yeah john the weeping balladeer cicada yeah i mean there's definitely a lot of emotion in uh in his voice and, and uh I, I don't. I hope I'm not going offside and saying that uh, uh, he's uh, of Latin blood, which tends to be uh, very um, emotional people. Yeah. Well, I, uh, you know, I think uh, I think that's fair. Well, and and I should probably point out I referred to myself as an emotional person earlier on, but uh, um, yeah. So if Frank were to sing this song, how uh, would you break down? Um, at what bar would you break down? Sorry, which, which I'm sorry. Bar I'm trying I... to I'm trying to use music language, and I realize I just tried to throw down words I didn't really understand. Yeah, see, I was trying to think like, which bar am I going to sing this as? Is this a karaoke song? This is actually a song I would. Uh, uh, I think a, I'd cry a number, early. a number of drinks in. I would try and butcher at, at a karaoke night. All right. Well, there's some some day in the future we might see this happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, should we talk about the music videos? Because I did some sleuthing, um, and I remember the music video. I remember when I first saw it, and uh, in the video, John, there's like at least four different scenes going on. Yeah. And then, so I looked at it, found it online, and then I looked and saw that there was another version on the official John Cicada website, which was not the version I saw. Yeah. And I think he's trying to hide what really went on in that first video. Yeah. And in that first video, there's a it's a it's a street sort of a scene. And if I recall correctly, 
it's like black and white, but there's blues in there, which I guess would work because the song is supposed to be about a blue feeling. Yeah. But he looks kind of confused on the street. He looks a bit nervous. Like this might be the first time he's ever um, not been a backup singer. Yeah. And he looks confused. He's looking around. And it definitely doesn't fill you with confidence. I'm like, yeah, that. But he does look like a guy who's um, maybe lost somebody because he's he's kind of uh, sad. And uh, I just, you know, hopefully he's safe out there because it's a yeah. dark, dark night and lots of blues all around him. Yeah. And I think the uh, um, comparing that to the official video which all has a number of different scenes in it. There, there's a beach scene. Yeah. It looks like he's in a church or a monastery. He's in the rain in a leather jacket at one point. There's a, a shopping mall. Yeah, the shopping mall. Which made no, no sense. sense. That, that, that was a very late uh, scene in, in, in the video as well. There's um, him and his band playing in what looks like some sort of a warehouse. Um the official, and he looks much more comfortable in front of the camera. Yeah, and, and confident. He's now sold 7 million albums. He's ready to yeah. get out there in front of the world. The uh, the rain is most definitely on a soundstage. Oh, yes. You don't get rain like that. No. And then uh, he's on the beach, but a classic sort of beach scene where he's got his shirt, the most likely silk shirt because it's the 90s, Yeah, white silk shirt. He's got this big cross necklace. His ripped jeans. His ripped jeans. And he's just in front of the water. The water's crashing. And yep. he's doing his backup singer, holding both those hands, pulling them down, yep. bringing them up. Yeah. Almost singing to the gods, asking, "Yeah, why can't we be together? Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, I'm getting nervous because I'm like, oh, John, just you got to find somebody else. Yeah. You know, it's going to be okay. You sold 7 million albums. Exactly. You can sleep on your large pile of money you don't need a woman with you necessarily um but yeah no the uh yeah the official video is definitely a um uh, yeah is when he had a little bit of backing behind him in terms financially there but uh speaking about that beach scene because he's he's uh singing uh again in his particular wardrobe with his with his uh shirt open um John Cicada in recent years, uh, like 25 years later, 26 years later, or, or close to 30 years later, is in much better shape now than he was back That's then. That's right. So, I mean, in those days, not to call him out, I don't want to do any body shaming, but every time he had a shirt off in the video, they, he was covered in shadows. So, you're like, well, yeah. I don't, is he ripped? Is he? Does he look? like a normal guy yeah but even in the even the beach scene i know his uh his shirt's open you, but you, they you but saw a little roll little, on that. yeah a little and it's and then that's okay because i no, exactly. absolutely no um specimen yeah. but uh but a current john cicada could film the video and he is uh he's yeah, ripped. he's jacked, he's yeah. jacked. and so and um, we know he's been he's at least last i saw was going to be singing at a nascar I, a I race think, i think that's already happened now. okay yeah, right um the Dixie Vodka uh, 400. Right. And then he, wow. And he's also uh, been touring with people, Bryson, every Christmas. At least uh, two years ago, he was doing that. And he uh, was doing People, Bryson is, is, a, is a good one to, to hit, hit your horse to. Like, it's, uh, uh, he's, he has a number of 
very, very uh, uh, popular and successful duets. That's right. So, I mean, hopefully for John Sakata, future uh, doing a duet maybe with Peebo Bryson yeah. could be in the future. I know uh, Sakata's done a lot of writing, and so he's um, he's doing okay. Yeah. You know, uh, and so uh, hats off yeah. if I were to wear a hat <laughs> to him. And uh, how are we feeling about We feel we covered a lot of John Sakata. We've uh, we, we've talked a lot about this song. I think it's a it's a we're giving our, our listeners or listener depends on uh, who actually uh, if you have uh, a group listening. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, we've given them something to, to think about for sure. And if you haven't heard John Sakata uh, before or specifically this song, just another day, I I think that yeah. they'd be interested in, in checking it out. I would like to say that. If you went to a wedding between the years of 1992 and 1995, you definitely heard the song at that wedding because it's. Uh, but it, it, it's one of those confusing ones because I, I think it was popular and emo- emotive and everything, but the lyrics are talking about loss more than love. That's right, and so that's kind of and and that would rank as one of those. Well, in the guilt-free pleasure pantheon that we're starting to build, that would be a song of loss where I could think of like a Phil Collins' One More Night, not too far away from Just Another Day. That's true. Um, different time of day, but same feeling. Um, and if I were to run through a bunch of other tunes, the the song of the forlorn lover who's, you know, when the one you love is gone or in love with someone else. I, and I, I think that's probably half of Michael Bolton's category. Yeah, our, our catalogs are actually. I'd say, yeah, I'd say probably more songs than not are about love lost. Yeah, at least the ones I'm thinking through right now. Yeah. So, John Sakata is going to land on the right side of uh, musical uh, history. I guess. Uh, yeah, I he's, he's, in, he's in very good company. He's in good company. Yeah. This song will endure. Yeah, I highly recommend uh, you revisiting it. And even my friends who are like super cool, I mentioned it to them, and they said, "Well, that's a whispered. That's a good song." Yeah. And so we know there's a lot of you out there who like just another day, and we want to tell you it's okay. You know why? Because we like it. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's that's the uh, if we like it, it's a it's a good song, and that's that's basically science. So I think I think if uh, if we actually put our own uh, entry onto Wikipedia, that will be one of the points: is uh, the guilt-free pleasure science. If uh, if Bill and Frank like it, it's a good song. There you That's go. Science. And you, yeah, so you can join our circle, and you're okay. Yeah. Don't let anyone look down on you. So uh, maybe as we uh, sort of wrap things up here, maybe we just. Uh finish off with a little bit of the song and let people get a, a little taste for for what uh, what they're going to be listening to for the next uh well until this song leaves their head which for us has been quite some time i'm going to say you'll be stuck with the song for about a month there you go okay enjoy this snippet all right and uh we will sign off now yep. and i'm uh, frank he's bill and uh thank you for listening to guilt-free pleasures